Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And what else could we be talking about in this episode of Virtual Legality but the absolute craziness that is the GameStop stock experience? Or more specifically, this evening, the experience related to Wall Street bets, the Reddit community and apparently Discord community that is apparently at least in part responsible for everything that we see happening with the market and with some of the shorted stocks that these investors are attempting to squeeze. Now, if that didn't make any sense at all to you, I recommend checking out my earlier video on the topic. Earlier this week, I did a video called Power to the Players, the GameStop tagline, talking about how Reddit and more helped the GameStop stock explode. It explains a few things like a short sale, a short squeeze, what Wall Street bets is, and leads you to this video now where we see that, hat tip to Hannah Murphy, Ms. Hannah Murphy, and Ray XYZ, Ray XYZ Zero, that Discord is told that they are shutting down the Wall Street bets server, their equivalent of a Reddit forum, for continuing to allow hateful and discriminatory content after repeated warnings, says this was not due to financial fraud related to GameStop or other stocks. Now that in and of itself is interesting. Financial fraud being a bit of a hot button phrase there that certainly jumped off the page to me. Let's take a look at what Discord reported on this. This all happened really only about an hour ago. Discord has banned the Reddit slash Wall Street Bets server. The company confirmed to The Verge. Reddit's Wall Street Bets subreddit is the driver of an unprecedented rally of GameStop stock and has received a great deal of attention in the press as the stock continues to soar. Discord says it did not ban the server for financial fraud. Rather, it was banned because it continued to allow hateful and discriminatory content after repeated warnings. Here is Discord's full statement. The server has been on our trust and safety team's radar for some time due to occasional content that violates our community guidelines, including hate speech, glorifying violence, and spreading misinformation. Now, let's talk about that. First, I will mention, if you watched that prior video in virtual legality, you know I looked at the Wall Street Bets subreddit, and I will tell you one of the reasons that the substance of that subreddit didn't appear in that video is that it is, for lack of a better word, a spicy place. And certainly when you get more eyeballs on a place of that type, whether it's on Reddit or Discord or Parler or anywhere else, you are more likely to face the wrath of the platform holder who is otherwise trying to not get in trouble themselves. So looking at the Discord terms of service, as we would expect to do when they make a statement like that, we see they prohibit things that are objectionable as outlined in our community guidelines, which we will take a look at in just a second, or that defame, libel, ridicule, mock, stalk, threaten, harass, intimidate, or abuse anyone, or engage in conduct that is fraudulent or illegal or otherwise harmful to Discord or any other user. Now, if you've seen other episodes of Virtual Legality, you know there is a whole lot of ambiguous or otherwise vague language here. What is objectionable? Well, that'll be up to Discord. What does it mean to mock someone? That's a violation of the Discord rules that can kick you off. Well, if your star flies high enough and they decide that they don't want to have anything to do with you, this is the kind of language that they can use to kick you off. Now, as I said, Wall Street Bets certainly had some spicy dialogue on the Reddit side of things. I didn't see their Discord side of things, 
But it is no surprise that if a platform like Discord decides that they don't want to have anything to do with the group, that language like this and language like the type that we can see in the community guidelines, where they ban things like attacking a person or a community based on attributes such as their race, ethnicity, national origin, sex, gender, sexual orientation, religious affiliation, or disabilities, or language that includes indirect threats as well as sharing or threatening to share someone's private personal information can get you kicked off their service. Now that might not sound like anything that shouldn't be kick offable from a place like Discord. But remember when we're talking about groups of this size, like Wall Street Bets and it's 2.2 million subscribers, I don't know how many were participating in the Discord, that you can 100% guarantee that someone somewhere made a statement that was improperly moderated, even if you had their best interests in heart, even if you're at Wall Street Bets and these guys are all angels and they're moderating to their heart's content, they would not catch everything. And I can pretty much guarantee from what I saw that the Wall Street Bets moderators are not what we would describe as angels. But either way, you're always going to have someone that says something that can get you kicked off if the platform deigns to do so, which means that Discord decided tonight, presumably or ostensibly based on their statement, based on nothing other than the fact that they'd been looking at this for a while and they decided to do it today, which I don't believe for one second because Wall Street Bets is by far one of the most important and newsworthy internet groups on the planet Earth as of this evening, that they could, in fact, kick them off under their contract. And that's one thing I try to highlight here in virtual legality is that these contracts are written this way. All of them are. And so if you cross them, they can cross you right back and you don't necessarily have a contractual ability to fight them. Now, it's also worth noting that in that earlier video that I did, I looked at a Wired article that said at least two posts on the subreddit refer to an alleged doxing. Doxing, of course, being one of the things that is mentioned in their community guidelines that could allow them to kick someone off, but Wired in their article itself was not able to confirm whether a doxing happened on the subreddit that they were reviewing, which leads us back to this Discord statement. Hate speech, glorifying violence, and spreading misinformation. Now, it's worth noting, since misinformation is 100% the most vague item here, as we've talked about in virtual legality in the past, who determines misinformation is really going to decide this question, that misinformation as a category is not listed in their community guidelines, is not listed in their terms of service, at least not as far as I could find with that specific wording, misinformation. And so this was kind of thrown in here in a way that doesn't make a lot of sense for a statement from Discord. In fact, when we get to the next paragraph, today we decided to remove the server and its owner from Discord for continuing to allow hateful and discriminatory content after repeated warnings, you don't see misinformation copied over again. So you're getting a little bit of messaging massage here to suggest that Wall Street Bets is in other terms a bad actor, even though Discord didn't choose to act on that misinformation, which doesn't maybe appear to be a contractual violation at all. Then you get a really supremely weird paragraph. To be clear, we did not ban this server due to financial fraud related to GameStop or other stocks. Okay, where did that come from? Who are you talking to, Discord? Why would anybody assume that you had? You just said that you didn't. You said hateful and discriminatory content. Why Why would you say it definitely wasn't due to financial fraud? This has a weird psychological element, right? The don't think of an ele- elephant problem, which immediately causes you to think of an elephant. To be clear, we didn't do any of this related to financial fraud. 
That phrase sticks out. I'm a securities lawyer. I'm a corporate lawyer that deals in things like private offerings. So it maybe sticks out to me a little bit more than to you, but it's certainly an odd thing to go out to a public facing statement about the actions that you just took. Discord welcomes a broad variety of personal finance discussions from investment clubs and day traders to college students and professional financial advisors. We're still a good place. Please love us. We are monitoring this situation. And in the event there are allegations of illegal activities, we will cooperate with authorities as appropriate. Now, this isn't liable. People ask me this this question all the time, right? It isn't going out and saying that Wall Street bets are financial fraudsters, that there are illegal activities happening, but it's pretty close. It's certainly substantively intended to create a certain image in your mind of this group, right? And this is a group that I would say I would not be a part of. I looked at some of their posts. It's not my kind of tone uh, for this crew, but to actually go out there as Discord and say, no, no, it's definitely not financial fraud and definitely not illegal activities. And we definitely won't be worrying about those illegal activities. And if they did occur, we would cooperate with the authorities. As your last message out for a move like this, which you claim has nothing to do with anything that's happening in the market these past couple of days, is 100% absurd. And in fact, when people ask me about it, there was at uh, Aussie Evie on Twitter said, hey, my guess is they needed to say this because they know that people will accuse them of it, that they got kicked off for all this GameStop madness if they didn't mention it. The server was banned for hate speech, nothing more, nothing less, but people are going to dream up all kinds of conspiracy theories. That's a totally fair statement, certainly in a vacuum, that, okay, this is all happening, and Discord, just honest to God, coincidentally decided that now was the time to kick Wall Street bets off their server, and so they got to say something about this whole GameStop thing, right? Of course, your lawyer or your public relations firm could have said something like, this has nothing to do with the GameStop trading, and it just has to do with the above, and just end it right there. You don't have to use the terms financial fraud or illegal activities or we will work with authorities and things like that. And certainly, as I tweet out here, to be fair to those people, the people that Aussie Evie says will have these conspiracy theories, you kind of, if you're Discord, you walk right into those theories when you decide to ban the most newsworthy internet group on the planet on what you say is just a coincidental day. That's the situation as it stands right now. And that's the situation that we're looking at with respect to Wall Street bets. But Discord is not where it ends. At almost the same time, within 20 minutes of those news articles and that story going out, I got a tweet from Rod Breslau at Slasher that says Wall Street Bets subreddit, really the nexus point for all of this, where they were coordinating their communications, and it appears to have started this week with GameStop or last week with GameStop. They just went private. And the initial message was just the same as it ever was on Wall Street Bets, like 4chan found a Bloomberg terminal with no other note. But the proximity of these actions starts to raise questions, right? The Verge reported on it, breaking Wall Street bets has been made private. And we go look at their article and we see that the subreddit was made private. Now that's an administrative act. That is actually Wall Street bets doing it of its own accord, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are doing it solely of their own volition. They're probably having communications with places like Reddit and elsewhere about these things. Like I said, one of the practical implications of becoming enormously famous very quickly is that a whole lot of journalistic eyes and a whole lot of public eyes. And when you break things like hedge funds in Wall Street, a whole lot of rich eyes and people that really don't like you are going to be focused on your platform. That includes Reddit, certainly at the higher level, but definitely Wall Street bets the subreddit. So as The Verge describes it, 
The Wall Street Bet subreddit, which has seen a significant increase in attention in recent days following the meteoric rise in GameStop stock, driven in part by traders on the forum, has been made private. Then about a half hour ago, they went out with this message. We are experiencing technical difficulties based on unprecedented scale as a result of the newfound interest in Wall Street bets. We are unable to ensure Reddit's content policy and the WSB rules are enforceable without a technology platform that can support automation of this enforcement. Wall Street bets will be back. So you saw in the thumbnail, I said, were they booted or were they botted? That a lot of people on Twitter and elsewhere on social media have suggested that there was a deluge of bots and other nefarious actors that had gotten into Wall Street Bets and were effectively trying to get them banned by doing things that violated Reddit's rules or Wall Street Bets' own rules. And in so doing, Wall Street Bets didn't have the capacity, the bandwidth, or the ability to ban everybody that needed to be banned. Now, that's a nice story. And that, of course, can be the case. We don't know. But certainly, in looking at the kind of things that were up on Wall Street Bets, it did continue to raise the question, not just of hate speech or doxing or all these things that are a little bit more normal for internet fouls, but also securities law. As we talked about in that video from earlier this week, one of the questions was this kind of artificial bubble based on no fundamentals, based on no change in the way the business operates, but just looking as a purely financial play. Hey, it's shorted too much. We are going to kill it by increasing it and cause a short squeeze and hopefully make a lot of money with messages about how much they hate hedge funds and how they all know that there isn't any fundamental change in the business structure of GameStop creates a problem for the Securities and Exchange Commission. It starts to look a lot like what we call a pump and dump scheme, that somebody has a position in a stock, doesn't disclaim it, doesn't reveal it, and pumps it up. Oh, that stock is so good. It should be $100. It should be $300. We should ride it to the moon. It should be $1,000. And if they don't state their position, if they don't talk about what investment and interest they have personally in it, then the SEC and the securities laws in general have rules that say if you fail to materially disclose something, if you fail to disclose something that is important to somebody that might otherwise be listening to you, then you could be violative of the anti-fraud provisions of the Securities Act, saying if somebody would care about knowing that, hey, you're invested in GameStop when you say things like, don't fall for the fake BS report by CNBC, buy the dip and hold, we're hitting a thousand Friday, et cetera, et cetera, then you might be responsible for fraud. And if you're responsible, then Wall Street Bets might be responsible. Again, Wall Street Bets is acting a little bit like a really oddball internet firm here. And the securities laws don't really have a great method for dealing with that. Wall Street Bets doesn't want that liability. A number of you came into my comments and told me that Wall Street Bets does its best to require people to state whether or not they have a position in a stock before they make statements like this one. But you can see just on the screen from a screen capture of Wall Street Bets that not everybody was doing that. And was that potentially nefarious actors that were going in there to try to kill Wall Street Bets? I don't know. You don't know. Probably nobody knows. But it is the kind of thing that if Reddit looks at it, if the Securities and Exchange Commission looks at it or talks to Reddit to talk to Wall Street Bets, that you start to have these conversations and then they say, well, we can't cover all of this. We have however many messages a minute and Reddit says, I don't care. And so they pull their stuff down as private and say, we can't handle all this exposure. But this is the kind of world in which Wall Street Bets now lives, which is that with all of this happening, with very real money changing hands or not changing hands, bankrupting places, having people lose fortunes, this is the kind of conversation that is going to happen. So when you go and you look at Reddit and you say, 
Well, they reserve the right to suspend or terminate your account, moderator status, or ability to access or use the services at any time for any or no reason, including for violating these terms or our content policy. It drives you over to the content policy where, as we've talked about in virtual legality before, the language doesn't make a ton of sense. Remember the human, says rule number one. Might be the wackiest bit of contract language I've reviewed here in virtual legality. If you don't remember the human, I suppose you are in breach of Reddit's contract. But it doesn't matter because they can do whatever they want for any or no reason. Continuing with their content policy, Reddit is a place for creating community and belonging, not for attacking marginalized or vulnerable groups of people. Everyone has a right to use Reddit free of harassment, bullying, and threats of violence. Communities and users that incite violence or that promote hate based on identity or vulnerability will be banned. That being the reason that Discord said that they banned them. Similarly, revealing someone's personal or confidential information is not allowed. So Reddit has this content policy. They could be seeing these kinds of things. They maybe didn't pay attention to it as much before USA Today and CNN and MSNBC and CNBC and everybody else decided, hey, we should check out that Wall Street bets. And so you are left with a story like this one. Booted, botted, it doesn't make a difference. This group probably isn't prepared to handle the kind of pressure and scrutiny that they are very likely under right now and to be under in the near and midterm, which leaves us with the last piece of this video. On Game Industry Biz, GameStop stock up 135% in 24 hours. Here's the rub. Biden administration monitoring the situation. Our economic team, including Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and others, are monitoring the situation, which I know upsets a number of you in social media who see this as a kind of Robin Hood against the bad hedge funds kind of situation. I can't necessarily say that that isn't the case. It's hard to say because we don't know exactly whether or not there were unstated positions in the stock, what's happening. There's certainly an amount of artificiality, which is someone with an economics background and a securities regulation background looks at and says, this is going to get regulated to high heaven. And I don't love that coming in the near future. But at the end of the day, if the administration and the federal government is looking at this thing, then you are looking at a very real possibility of either the state or the exchange or most prominently, the Securities and Exchange Commission exerting some fairly rare authority. I've pulled up the law now on what the SEC can do if it decides that there is a situation that requires action. If, in its opinion, the SEC's opinion, the public interest and the protection of investors so require, the commission is authorized by order to summarily suspend trading in any security for a period not exceeding 10 business days, not 10 calendar days, so two weeks, if the SEC determines that the public interest and to protect investors is a requirement, they can suspend trading in anything. And if I were betting, and I don't bet on these kinds of things, then I can be wrong. I never know exactly how regulators are going to act. I would say that the SEC or the exchange is going to take an action to suspend trading, maybe not just on GameStop, but on some of the other stocks that are behaving a little bit erratically. And certainly, if they determine that the entire market is behaving erratically because of all this, they have even more powers. They have emergency powers to really change things up. So this is a situation in which 
Wall Street bets, some other investors, Twitter, social media, YouTube, wherever you might find people talking about this issue, have really riled up people, have lost people a lot of money, and the levers of power, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the Biden administration, the New York Stock Exchange, you saw comments from the NASDAQ manager earlier today. They are concerned about all of this, and they might well take the very unusual step of stopping all this trading so that investors can determine exactly what they think the price of this company actually should be and come back with presumably, quote unquote, clearer heads in two weeks time. Certainly going to be a story we continue to follow here in virtual legality. But for now, what's worth noting is that Wall Street bets itself, the coordination nexus for all of this communication is gone as of right this second. And will it return? And in what fashion is going to be part of this story from here and into the future? This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoyed this video, please like, subscribe. We've got a Patreon, Streamlabs, a store with shirts. Reasonable minds can differ. Check them out. Or if you don't want to check them out, just subscribe and tell your friends. Ring those bells, like, comment, do all those good engagement things that the YouTube algorithm likes so much. I appreciate every single bit of help that helps this channel grow. I think we're doing good work here. I think we're having good conversations, but I would love to be able to talk to more and more of you now and in the future. Otherwise, if you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.